0: what's up everyone welcome back to the marketing nomad show it's your favorite marketer and podcast host of course guys because i'm kind of talking over here um my name is print for those of you who are new i'm a marketing strategist business owner entrepreneur animal lover post-it obsessor and um Yeah, I think it's pretty clear that these are pretty unscripted. (laughs) All right, guys, what's up? I hope you guys are doing super, super awesome. Welcome to episode number 39. So in today's episode, um, first, let me give you guys a little bit of a backstory because this episode is completely unscripted. Like I just woke up this morning and I decided, yes, I'm going to record this episode and there's a number of reasons for that so let's get into that okay so this is gonna be a more chilled out episode of course all my episodes are a little chilled out just because i upload episodes every single day so i kind of want to make it a little bit more casual a little bit more friendly and kind of give that that whole cool vibe um yeah this is probably not (laughs) not going the way i intended it to go but you know let's keep rolling with it So for those of you who don't know, I actually got my first dose of COVID Shield um, on Monday and today's Thursday. So I had recorded three episodes and well, they kind of ended yesterday. So it's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I thought I'd be fine by Wednesday to record the next couple of episodes. I usually record about two or three at a time because I don't want to go too far down the line as well uh, in case there's new updates or there's something new that's happened that i really want to quickly give you guys an update about or talk about so i personally don't batch my content for podcast episodes too far down the line probably two or three at the most so i did about three and then those ended on wednesday but i was just too sick i kind of got all the possible symptoms you could get um from the covid um vaccine that's called covid shield by the way so i had body ache Oh God, severe body ache and then chills all night, all day. I was literally like walking around with my, this, this thick, A blanket that I do have so I was walking around with it and and thinking of myself as Like a shaman and I honestly don't even know which religion that comes under Um, But you know, I was like, oh my god, this is how I look and stuff like that and um, You know, I was kind of making fun of myself But you know, I was too I was in so much pain that I couldn't even laugh and it was horrible And then I had really high fever and what else what else oh yes yes i also had a really bad headache as well so the day i got it like monday i'm not sure if i got it because of the vaccine or i got it because i was in the sun all day and i think that was the first time in a year and a half that i had been exposed to so much sun because well i've been um quarantining like myself very very well and I was not really exposing myself and stuff like that. I mean everyone in my family too but I I in particular was a little paranoid and I didn't want to uh, go out in the sun too much. I mean not particularly in the sun but I just didn't want to go outside and stuff like that and keeping my uh, outside interactions to a minimum. So for me I think it was just a shock to my body to be out in the sun for so long after like a year and a half to two years so um that was no yeah a year and a half two years is exaggeration uh but it was so bad um i was literally on bed rest for two days and then today as you guys can see i'm able to talk a little bit i do have pain in my left arm though um but it's just you know well i thought i would shoot this podcast episode And, you know, I was thinking about what I would want to talk about. And of course, I do have like a whole list of podcast episode ideas. So I was looking through them and I picked out a couple, like two or three that I wanted to record today. And then I got a DM last night. Okay. And the DM was, uh, Prit, what happens uh, if, you know, Instagram gets banned tomorrow? And Actually, for those of you who don't know, India is kind of going through this weird time where um, the Indian government has given WhatsApp, Facebook and Instagram some ultimatum to make sure that they need to comply to the privacy policies and stuff like that. And if they don't, uh, by the end of three months, then they will be banned just like all the other Uh, apps that india has banned so far and the deadline for the three-month period was the 25th of may 2021 okay so yesterday was the 26th and today's the 27th and so naturally um you know the internet's going crazy because well what else does the internet have to do other than panic over the the things that you probably don't need to panic about but that actually raised a pretty interesting question and the question is what happens if your social media platform gets banned tomorrow and that's such a beautiful and interesting question because it can actually happen it's very very real uh, especially for us, I'm I'm not exactly sure when TikTok was banned. Hold on, let me just like type it out quickly as I'm on like recording this podcast episode. But TikTok actually did get banned in India, and that was because uh, there were some issues with the data and stuff like that. So it looks like TikTok was banned sometime in. Hmm. when was this was it this year i think it was sometime this year when did tiktok get banned in india oh my god i can't multitask guys this is one of the worst things about me okay yeah so it was banned june 29th 2020 that was last year so it's been quite a while it's been almost a year that um tiktok was banned and it was banned along with 177 chinese apps And some of them were banned earlier, apparently. So India banned TikTok permanently. And, you know, up until then, it was like, oh, we're going to ban this. Oh, we're going to ban. And then nobody took the government seriously because, well, they were, I guess, kind of used to the government just making threats and not taking action. But the government actually did take a very stringent action. And overnight, it was like not even expected, like overnight. Um, about 177 apps were just banned okay not just TikTok but everything else and a lot of influencers actually lost their livelihood overnight a lot of them uh, were making money and uh, earning through TikTok they, they were literally earning good amounts of money I mean I, I was reading interviews around that time and they were earning pretty good amounts of money, um, enough to not just survive but actually live luxuriously um, in India. So, based on all of that, okay, it was quite natural that you know the whole country was a little bit in a frenzy, and is still in a frenzy, to be honest with you. Uh, that the government is going to ban, though Facebook has actually let out a statement, as I saw. As of yesterday's news, um, that you know they are working with the Indian officials to come to an agreement. I think there might be some um, discrepancies there, so I think they're looking to find a common ground so that they can still, I guess, I I would say take advantage but I, I don't want to sound so mean but but well it is true it is a business for them as well so I guess they want to hit that sweet spot of uh, making business but at the same time respecting the order or the laws of the government so that's where we are at right now and that's when this whole thing came I know I spent a little bit of time talking about it but I wanted to give you guys a good backstory uh, before I got into this podcast episode so like I was telling um, this person who reached out to me last night you know and it was it was like you know it was like PRIT in capital letters and it was like PRIT what happens if you know is it gonna get banned what happens and then this was my answer because that actually made me take a pause and I was like yes this is actually a fantastic question let's talk about it So today's podcast episode is going to be what happens if Instagram or, well, any social media platform that you do get on or choose gets banned. What do you do? So this is something that I always, always, always tell my one-on-one clients or anyone I ever speak to is that, I know it sounds obvious, guys, but (laughs) bear with me, you do not own any of these social media platforms, all right? You do not own the rights to your accounts, you do not own any part of the social media aspect of your accounts if your account gets hacked if your account gets deleted if your account gets blocked if your account i don't know tomorrow just ends up vanishing into thin air there is nothing you can do Okay, I'm sorry to kind of burst your bubble, but you do not own any of it. There is nothing you can do. There is nothing you can do to get back your data, your information, all of those things. And it's pretty sucky, I know, I understand. But I think that when you approach social media platforms, you need to understand the fundamental thing that that does not belong to you. Okay, and I do want to put in an, a very good example that just happened about two weeks ago so i follow this really cool uh tarot reader on youtube and i'm not sure if i should mention her name due to like uh you know laws and copyright issues but she's awesome okay and you know she's got about 345k subscribers on youtube and she's made over like thousands of sales on etsy with her products and stuff like that okay and unfortunately all of a sudden her etsy account and this is this is someone who's made tens and thousands i think she's made tens wait i think she's made over five figures in revenue on etsy okay let's just be clear about that so suddenly overnight she just lost her account just etsy just ended up blocking it and it's been two weeks and she's still struggling to kind of get that up and running and all of that and she's lost all her uh you know all the stuff that she put online all the products that she put all of those things every single thing like her life has literally come to a standstill and luckily for her and that was like a huge wake-up call for her she immediately hired a team to like set up her website and now she has those products on her website as well so i think that the fundamental thing about social media is that we use it so much and it kind of puts us in that mindset that oh my god this is mine this is meant to be for me and no one can take this away from me which Honestly, nothing can be far from the truth, okay? So, I do want to, you know, just reiterate that none of these social media platforms are yours to begin with, any platform for that matter. And there are ways to obviously overcome it, which, you know, we'll talk about it in this episode. But I think getting away from that mindset that these are all temporary and anything can happen is a good way to get started with your mindset on any social media platform so that being said let's talk about you know the things that we can fix and i mean this is something that we can't do anything about right i mean it gets banned it gets banned what do we do next how do we survive how do we uh, go about our daily business activities so the next thing to do or the thing that you can start doing now is to a look at traditional marketing efforts that have been going on way before all of these social media platforms came into place. And I mean, someone rightfully said it, I don't know who said it, but old is gold at this, you know, there is a reason why these conventional marketing methods do work. And there is a reason why they have worked in the past. So it can be as basic as you know, just starting your email list whatever it is focus on growing your email list rather than focusing on growing your followers or growing your subscribers or whatnot your primary focus for every single episode you put out there every single content you put out there every single i don't know thing that you put out there a reel, um a carousel a podcast episode a youtube episode every single thing has to revolve around growing your email list because if any one of these platforms are over tomorrow they're gone and they're disappeared you at least have some means of contacting the people who can help you with your business or who are going to you know help you sustain to be honest with you so i think a the first thing that you should do and this is something that i have been focusing on for a very long time um, as a marketer and you know as someone who Was pretty aware that these things can happen Uh, I definitely focus heavily on my email list so I'm just I think this episode is just gonna be me about me talking about what I have done to kind of ensure that whatever happens my business is still running now for the most part You know your website yes there are glitches that can happen yes uh you can lose your entire website there have been cases though you know it is a little bit more towards the rare side there are issues that can come up with your website but for the most part of it you know keeping the same things on your website you know your content your blogs all of those actually can help you as well so kind of using your website as a lead generation place is also a great way for you to start not relying too heavily on one social media platform and relying on both a social media platform and your website to kind of get you those leads might also be a good place for you to start now i know you're going to look at me and you're going to be like you know what, Prit, you always keep telling us that you should not focus more than two or three social media platforms and yes absolutely i still stick by that let me be very very honest with you If you have more than two or three social media platforms, it's going to drive you crazy. You're not going to be consistent with your branding. It's just not possible. Um, You're going to be so overwhelmed. You're going to burn out. It's just not worth it. So I personally recommend if you're doing this all by yourself, two to three social media platforms. And when you grow a team, then yes, you can focus on more or you can just choose to use those resources and put those into those two or three platforms, which honestly, I think is the smartest decision to go because you're fully focusing on those social media platforms. Okay, we detracted a little bit over there, but I just wanted to put that out there just in case, you know, someone needed to hear this today. Uh, that was me cracking my knuckles. I don't know why I did that, but it just I just did. Um, so yes, so where were we? Yes, so I know that I do say that, you know, you have to stick to two or three social media platforms. Yes, but at the same time, it is a healthy way for you to go to also rely a little bit on your website okay traditional methods of marketing okay that's maybe uh you know sending out flyers okay Those are things that you can work on, brochures, then email lists. These are all traditional methods that actually work. Discount coupons, Um, you know, when people come into your uh, office space physically, your business, that can be one of the ways. And then if they visit your website, just try to collect their email addresses as soon as possible instead of waiting for them to surf around get bored and then move out and then you'll be like oh okay wait hold on I need your email address so you know putting freebies on your website getting their emails as soon as possible is also a great way for you to kind of get a jump start on uh, growing your email list and basically I think the point of this podcast episode is focus on getting contact information uh, whether it is you know their, accounts on other platforms or their email or their phone number whatever it is as much as possible try to make sure that you are getting their contact information okay and what else what else is it that i do okay what you can do also is You know all the content that you do put up on social media platforms this is something that i do as well guys i actually do have a hard disk where i put in all my youtube videos all my podcast episodes and yes i also do put in the carousel posts that i design now for reels i can't really put them on that um just because well i guess i can but i haven't done that yet so probably i will start thinking about doing it but All my uh, podcast content, my YouTube content, my LinkedIn content, and as well my carousel posts that I do post, I put it all on that hard disk. And that hard disk is just titled social media. So anything and everything that I do put on any social media platform, I do put it in that hard disk. In case there is a time that I lose all my information on that site or on that platform, I do have a backup of all of it on my hardest so I guess that's a really good way for you to go as well but at the end of the day if it goes then it just goes I mean it is something that you have to accept that it might happen and you know building your email list is powerful guys honestly I want to keep saying it probably all throughout this episode because it is something that people underestimate the value of it and it's only in times like this that you're like oh crap that's how powerful you know these traditional methods of finding people's contact information getting their phone number getting their email address because so many times i see so many people are so hesitant to even ask for someone's email address so the next time someone dms you on instagram or facebook or you know linkedin or wherever they're like oh uh prit can you like what is this what is this problem and how can you tell me a solution to this then all you can say and this is something that has helped me in the past as well is i don't take uh you know requests through dms or i don't answer these questions through dms can you please write this as an email and send it to me over at support at the marketing nomad.co. and that's when you know I get all these emails um, and there's a specific email address that I do have that deals with emails like this right and that's when I have their email address I respond to them and that's how I start nurturing the relationship as well so if you have been answering to questions in the DMS there's always a polite way to tell them to email it to you instead And that's a decision that they have to make, you know, if they really want the answer, they will DM you. And that's the compromise that they have to make. Because at the end of the day, you are not running a free service, you are running a business. Guys, don't forget that you are running a business. Okay, at the end of the day, your business needs to sustain. I mean, you're not even going to be around to answer their questions if your business does not You know, sustain or is not able to continue because there is a value to your time, whether you are giving out free content or whether you're giving out paid content. And I feel that that is so, so important for you to understand. So, I I guess me wrapping up this podcast episode is me trying to tell you that these platforms are never yours to begin with. Um, It might be a little bit of a shocker, but uh, you know. Try to approach your marketing for these platforms with that perspective in mind, whether it's your website, even though website is a little bit more stable, I would say, but you know, there have been cases where people have lost all their information on their website and stuff like that. So as much as possible, as quickly as possible, I guess I would say, try to get contact information of your audience okay whether it is delivering value and asking them for their contact information in return or whether it's asking them for their contact information when they are asking you for free service or just you know a small quick opinion quick opinion in quotes of course you need to know when to draw the line and say okay hey that's enough of free content and now it's time for you to you know pay up you know so yeah that's basically it and i think i've given you a ton of tips for you to guys for you guys to go about this even though there might not be an impending doom of a ban in your country these are still pretty valuable tips for you to go about and actually implement because at the end of the day these are tips that will help you sustain your business long term regardless of what happens to the outside world so it's really nice and good to have these measures to keep your business up and running And it's also kind of empowering for you not to be dependent on um, these platforms. So for those of you out there, I know I do have a little bit of a grudge when I say this, but you know, for people who keep saying, oh, you know, you have so few followers or you have so few subscribers or, you know, what of that. Yes, I may have few followers. I may have few subscribers, but at the same time, my business is pretty much protected from any of those platforms saying bye-bye and that's more important to me okay making sure i have all these processes all of these you know stuff that keeps my business up regardless of whether these platforms exist or not i think that we give way too much value to these platforms and i say that even as a marketer even as someone who loves these platforms you have to understand that these are temporary okay and you have to understand that what You know, exist today might not exist tomorrow for various reasons, Um, but you have to be a little selfish here, yes, and you have to think about your business first, and you have to keep the long-term goals and needs of your business first, okay? Okay so guys if you are interested in getting an instagram audit kind of seeing where you're struggling with with marketing try to you know get some insight get an expert's opinion kind of figure out long-term instagram strategies to maybe grow your following convert your existing followers to email subscribers you know i help you with that too then feel free to book your audit today and you know for the first 10 people who purchase the instagram audit we are actually giving away 100 free instagram story templates that help you specifically with engagement boosting i hope boosting is a word guys i don't know it feels like podcast episodes are just a way for me to make up words And for those of you who are looking to grow your business, you know, and you're just looking for marketing strategies and stuff like that, I do offer one-on-one consultations at the moment. So all of these are in the description box below, as well as some of the free resources that you guys can check out as well. So feel free to check it out. It's all in the description box below. And that's basically it, guys. This is me wrapping up this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did shooting it. And I will catch you guys in another podcast episode, I upload podcast episodes from Monday to Friday and they're always released at 7 a.m. EST. And guys, I usually talk about marketing, Instagram, and business strategy as well. And for those of you who like this podcast episode, please do give me a thumbs up or leave me a review because those really help with my ranking, helps me help more people just like you. And you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, please do leave me a comment Please definitely do take a screenshot of this, you listening to this podcast, you know, tag me on Instagram at The Marketing Nomad. I definitely would love to see, you know, how you guys are doing, what you guys thought of this episode and all of those things. All right, guys, the bye went a little bit too long, but here's me signing off. Take care and I will see you in another podcast episode. Bye, guys.